یہ انٹرنیشنل گیم ہے اس میں دماغ سے کھیلا جاتا ہے غصے سے نہیں Hello everybody and welcome to episode 37 of Hoop Darshan. Hoop Darshan! Episode number 37, Karan. Do you know who that reminds you of? 37? How could I not know? Number 30... Do you know that one of the, one of the most amazing basketball players of all time wore number 37? Like, that... it's such a random number, but, but a legend has, has worn that number. Indeed, indeed. The artist formerly known as Ron Artest. Hell yes. Who, who even remembers him by that name? I do. I remember him very clearly by that num- uh, by that name and that number. <laughs> well, obviously, uh, all of the Palace of Auburn Hill remembers him as an artist. Definitely, and and probably some of the like police stations and commissions. Like so, so do you know the story behind why number thirty-seven? I just I just want to trickle this in because. Oh, I have no is, idea. Uh, enlighten us. The, the story behind because because he, he sort of changed numbers every year every two years before that yeah you know, like he was number 15, he was 15 he, for a while yeah he was 93 for a while he was something in the 70s like he's been a, a bunch of numbers mm-hmm. he chose 37 and i read an article about this when he came to lakers mm-hmm. um because what, one of his favorite artists is michael jackson and one of his favorite albums of all time is thriller and thriller was number one on the billboard charts for 37 weeks what an so amazing he, reason <laughs> so is- he based He based it on that. This is true. This is fact. Look this up. <laughs> this is this is amazing. It's the most meta world piece thing to do. Exactly. Or is he is he now the panda's friend or is he meta world? And he's all of those things. Yeah, he's, he's all, all of those things. things. He's, he's all of the above. That's the best way to put it. He's the option D that you would have wanted to write in all those exams. All of the above. Exactly. And he um he, he's also currently back on your favorite Lakers roster which we can talk about later. He so. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I read, I read in an interview. Yeah, I read in an interview that he said Brandon Ingram is further along in his career at that age than Meta World Peace himself was. So that's like that's that's such an amazing thing and ridiculous thing is, to say. It's, is that a compliment? I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know, but you have to have like You have to have some confidence and swag levels of meta world peace to say such things, right? Of course, of course. Um, yeah, speaking this of is... confidence and swag levels, Kaushik. Yeah. Um, so, something, lo- something's up, like something's disrupting the Asian basketball. Something's disrupting with its swag and with its confidence and it's a bunch of things. Exactly. <laughs> no, this is not a documentary about Vakra swag, but <laughs> it's... it's Actually, the FIBA Asia Challenge or FIBA Asia Cup, what is it called nowadays? I keep... FIBA Asia Challenge. Yeah, FIBA Asia yeah. Challenge, which we yeah. took part in about uh, two weeks ago now. And yeah, yeah. It, it, it ended about, uh, as time, at the time of recording, it ended about eight, nine days ago. Yeah. yeah, and it is our best ever finish in the tournament. So, uh, Karan, are you, are you excited that like we are officially number seven in Asia? Star mark, star mark. Conditions you are... Know, Uh, I, I I agree. All those conditions apply, and we can get into it in more detail later. Obviously, uh, the conditions are that most of the teams did not send. Not most. I would say some of the teams did not send their fully strong squad to this tournament. Mm-hmm. Iran did. Iran have won it for the third state year. They always send their best squad, or at least the best available squad. Yeah. Um, but that's not really an excuse. We didn't have our two D League guys either. You know. That's right. Um, it's it's pretty amazing. We can say that by the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> really, guys. Uh, 
but, but I mean, see, to me, what's the, the, the takeaway from the FIBA Asia Challenge is, mm-hmm. so just in case if you guys haven't followed attention, first of all, what are you doing here without following attention? That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Even catch up with the ox, people. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The ox knows. <laughs> um, again, if you don't get the reference, listen to episode 36. <laughs> um, I love how we're doing self-plugs here. It's it's very meta of us. Yeah, meta. Oh, nice. <laughs> this, this episode has gotten off to an amazing... amazing so yeah, About the FIBA Asia Challenge. India, India defeated the Philippines. We defeated China. We defeated uh, Kazakhstan. And we defeated Chinese Taipei. All of these teams, except for Kazakhstan, are ranked much higher than us. Yep. And like we have never even defeated more than one higher-ranked team in a Asian tournament, much less three of them. Exactly. And... Um, and and say what you want, they were all they're all much better teams. I mean, the the, the Philippines team uh, they said that they didn't have any professional players, but I mean, how many professional players do India have, have ever had? That's uh, true. <laughs> China featured uh, not the first team, but they still had a, one one Olympian, and they had still a bunch of professionals. Chinese Taipei it was still a very strong team. It was the their strongest possible team, um, except for an injury in the game that we won. Uh, so all that said, like to me, it's not the final ranking that matters. I, I think in my lifetime, this is the best Indian team I've ever seen, and I would argue and test the wrath of history that this may be one of the, this may be the best Indian team of all time. Let me let me back that up, okay? Before <laughs> before before we get angry Facebook messages from our uh, legends of the 70s and 80s, I think those teams uh, achieved more. Because uh, the, the rest of Asia wasn't as much better then as it is now, yeah. And uh, and I think those teams had a couple of great talents like Ajmer Singh, who was basically one of the best players of the of the entire continent, and he carried us much further. I think he between two or three players they scored eighty percent of the points in those teams. Um, not not too different from right now. Not too different, but I feel this team does have a does have greater depth. Yeah, okay. and, it, and it and it really showed in the end when Amjo didn't play much of the Chinese Taipei game and Rikin Pitani came up after barely playing what ten minutes a game for the rest of the tournament and right. and and had an incredible breakout performance. Um, and we'll get more into to, to Rikin too eventually. Uh, so I I feel that the the seventh place it doesn't really matter to me. It could have been eighth. It could have been sixth. It's more about that this was one of our best performances in 30 years and definitely uh, the best team India I have seen in my adult life. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And I think you, you mentioned this in our previous episode or one of our conversations in various social media networks, but just the fact that we went into each of these games and there was a realistic chance, except probably the Iran game of actually yeah. winning each each of those games. That's Yeah, yeah. That's like huge progress. And maybe this was the case like with Scott Fleming coming in we started to see and this expectation change as well but I have a feeling that this is the tournament where like that expectation was met in three or four games that's that's pretty amazing in my opinion yeah like we weren't afraid of these big teams anymore even Iran like we were uh, at halftime we were only six or seven points down yeah and you know um, so Hamid Haddadi who's basically Asian basketball god like he he's been like the best player in my opinion uh, in Asian domestic at the Asian level for about the last five or six years, maybe seven or eight years. Yeah, I think after um, Yao Ming is probably the next biggest dominating thing. 
and and I mean, and I would even argue Yao didn't actually end up playing as much in Asia as much as uh, Hadadi has. So yeah. it, it gives him Yao was a better player, but Hadadi has had more success. Yeah. Um, and and he destroyed us for like twenty three and twenty, and he basically once he got into his rev, he destroyed everyone on his yeah. way to the championship. Yeah, as he tends you know to who, do in the Asia level. <laughs> you know who would have been really good against Hadadi? Because obviously Amrit Pal is a good player, is a good big. I'm just a good big. Coming off the bench, Satnam Singh would have yeah. been. A, I mean, he wouldn't have stopped him, but he would have just thrown another option at yeah. at a problem like that. Yeah, it's a seven feet body that you can throw at him. That's that's and, valuable. And I feel uh, eventually that was our. If if there is one undoing and uh, something that that we need to improve on to, you know, um, like so next year will be the FIBA Asia Cup, which is the biggest FIBA uh, tournament for Asia, and uh, teams from Oceania are going to join in. And, and yeah, everyone sending the, it's going to be the biggest FIBA Asia Cup ever till date. Yeah, and and everyone sending their top teams. And so for us to repeat what we've done, I think that is the one thing where we lack is that we we rely too much on our big three on on Vishesh, Amjot, and Amritpal, where mm-hmm. they play 39 minutes of 39 of the 40 minutes a game. Yeah, and um, we we run them to the ground. So if if we can get more depth around the roster, we can find ways to like rest our our top guys so they're. They can like basically be super efficient every single game. Yep. Because if you notice by the except for Amrit Pal who was exceptional, the other two sort of alternated between having dominant games and quiet games because it was just almost yeah. impossible to yeah true to to have the energy to do this every single night. Yeah, you know? exactly. And FIBA tournaments typically tend to have matches every night, so that's yeah yeah. A Overall, I'm super happy. Great success. Yeah, completely agree. <laughs> completely agree. Num- finishing number seven is just like a cherry on the top of the cake. Yeah. But uh, the, the cake itself is delicious, to continue the <laughs> crappy analogy. It's <laughs> a great analogy. It was, it, 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 it was an awesome awesome array of gulab jamun and burfis. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah, what am I talking about? Cake and everything. We have to make Indian references. As we do with butter chicken every single episode. And Chalice. hey man, we've beaten ch- uh, China twice now since basketball has started. That's, well, we, have, we have to update that as well. We, you know, I was thinking about the Koshik. How crazy! Because now we can't, like, like the way we talked about that great win, like it was mythical. Yeah. We, we, like it, it, now, now it's been normalized. Now it's not yes. that big a deal to beat China. We, we yeah, it diluted. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We we are up there. We need to. Well, anyways. Um, Next year, next year we need to do some some magic next year in the FIBA Asia. Yeah, maybe we'll beat like New Zealand or something. Uh, we can dream. Hey. We can dream. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm already looking forward to that Amjot Singh and Ben Simmons matchup. So you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, before we get into our special guest section of the podcast, there's also another piece of news coming in from uh, from the NBA side. Actually, uh, is yeah. that they've opened or they've promised the to open. To yeah. Um, global academies like all yeah. over the world and of course India is a big part of that as well so uh, what do you know about this current and what do you think about it uh, so the, the, the NBA's great, greatest scoop master Adrian Wojnarowski of, of Yahoo broke this news hashtag um, Wojbombs <laughs> hashtag Wojbomb and I mean like most people are interested in, in the hashtag Wojbomb that are about you know who's getting traded my, my watch bomb interest was with this like global basketball news. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, what the NBA is planning is to open like academies in various African countries. So Vogue um, didn't really specify which ones in in China, in in Australia, and then of course in India. And these are all um, 
so so that's the first stage i think they eventually will if if this stage works they probably expand to other countries too um what they plan to do is is get like 14 to 18 year olds so so start with like scouting 14 year old talents from all these different regions in the world and and take them to a separate academy and basically create like a pool of training for them and 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 create a pool of funding for for the future of these young players and i think it's a great idea because it 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 it, it doesn't just end at 18 uh after after these kids finish the academy team the pool of funding follows them either to help them with you know if they get a college scholarship say for example somewhere in the us to help them get there and live there or to then um figure out where else they're going to live or or to help them pay for a, a semi partial college scholarship so it, so there is a, an academic interest from the nba as well for, for these young players and i think it's a great idea because we see talents like satnam and palpreet who are now just now getting that d league chance but they did not get the academic chance that they possibly could have so i um if the nba can do this if they if they are able to get these 14 year olds in india get these 14 year olds out of like you know the same the same like sort of cycle of disappointment that a lot of our talents are lost in mm-hmm. uh where we end up you know like there's all this infighting that oh yeah okay so you're 14 you're better than the 18 year old but you're a junior so you won't get to play like shit like that yeah uh or 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 stuff like when you know when when one federation is fighting about which state this guy's going to play for or is he good <laughs> enough like all that stuff should be put to rest because i mean it won't be put to rest because uh, on on the national level uh, india will still run things but i mean the players development sh- should should continue in a smooth way if the nba is able to intervene obviously it's for their own long term benefit because they want uh, they want more attention to the league if if an indian or the chinese person or or more players from africa or more australians make the league it's is better for you know the global growth of the nba so i think it's a win win idea yeah, yeah absolutely from and from what i read about it they're in it for the long term and they yeah. are they're in it for like truly developmental purposes now you might think that there's no such thing in like a corporate world where they're all out for money uh, and i'm sure they are and they have every right to but in general i think they're just making world basketball a better place and you cannot complain with that especially when you're from countries like india where we could really use this help well yeah and 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 breaking news everyone the, the nba unlike for example the basketball federation of india is a national federation so so their job they're a public interest uh, yeah. body the nba is a private body they have no reason to to give back they have no reason to help anyone except themselves their company Yeah. So 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 anyone expecting them to be generous is asking too much. Yeah. But that's a this is a generous thing for for themselves and for others. It's you know the more they grow the more basketball grows it like you know we always talk about this. Like any growth of basketball is growth for all basketball. That's so right. So it's a it is a win-win situation. And I'm 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 excited for it. I'm excited to see over the next 10 years if if more more Indians can follow Satnam's footsteps and um uh we mentioned satnam I'll, i'll just throw in another bit of most recent news koshik is that mm-hmm. palpreet singh has signed a dili contract too oh uh, wow I... which means he hasn't signed on with the team yet mm-hmm. signing a dili contract means he's eligible now for the dili draft which okay. is going to be at, uh, a month from now at the end of october so that's that's great news we uh, he, he may follow like satnam will be paying for the texas texas legends mm-hmm. hopefully palpreet gets picked up too 
Yeah, that'd be that'd be fantastic news, and now we can celebrate with another butter chicken party if that comes. There's out. There's, there's always a reason for celebration butter chicken parties, man. Yeah, I still remember. <laughs> I still remember when the NBA draft happened and Satnam got picked. How how stoked we both were, and yeah, didn't you? Did, uh, uh, speaking of that, on 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 around the same vein, uh, didn't you cancel your Chinese food order and order butter chicken when India defeated China at the FIBA Asia Challenge? That is exactly right. Uh, that is exactly right. So I had gone, uh, I had returned from uh, playing basketball <laughs> on that evening, so I didn't actually watch the match. Yeah. But uh, on the way back, I ordered Chinese food for dinner. But <laughs> upon realizing this news, I had to cancel it and like you know, <laughs> national pride. <laughs> I'm I'm sitting on my couch slow clapping because you are a true national hero, sir. Jai Hind to you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, so so our our final bit of pre-guest news, which will lead us to our guest eventually, is that two of the, our top players who were part of the FIBA Asia Challenge, Vishesh Bhrigunanshi, who's obviously a, a legend in Indian basketball circles, former captain, former guest uh, of the show. Former guest of one of our first, I think he was the first uh, actual basketball player to be a guest yep. on the show. Um, he's from my hometown, you know. I, I'm fortunate enough to call him a friend. He is now gonna be uh, he, him and Rikin Petani from Tamil Nadu, who's our backup big uh, for the national team. They have both signed contracts to play in the Maldives Basketball League. They're playing there right now, and actually, by the time you hear this, the, the season could possibly already be over. In the Maldives, it's just the two. It's it's all like the UBA league. Hang on, hang on, season. hang on, Karan. Yes. Are you saying there's a professional league in Maldives? There's a professional league in Maldives, and uh, isn't what's the population of Maldives like? Well, well, I wrote an article about this. Listen to this de- de- depressing thought: the Maldives is eleven thousand times smaller than India. Wow! So you could fit eleven thousand Maldiveses in in India, yet they have. A, a, a pro league where our best players go and play. So wrap your head around that sort of depressing thought before we bring on <laughs> our guest to 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 maybe bring some shed some optimistic light on this. <laughs> so that said, uh, let's introduce uh, Vishesh Bhrigubanchi. So I want to introduce one of India's brightest basketball stars, one of uh, the most experienced players we have on our team, and our starting guard, Vishesh Bhrigunanshi. Vishesh, how are you? I'm very good, dear. How are you? I'm doing well, Vishesh. Uh, so I just want to tell our listeners, we have moved forward in time a little bit from our intro. Like we recorded our intro about one week ago, and uh, we have come back to, to the same platform. So, Kaushik, we're doing some time traveling here. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, and and we are here with Vishesh uh, uh, while he speaks to us speaks to us from a very noisy Delhi street. Vishesh, where yeah, are you right yeah. now? I am in Delhi. Where? Tell me exactly where you are in Delhi. People will be very uh, excited. Ah, I am just near Karol Bagh. It sounds just like Karol Bagh behind you. Yeah, you know, that... so crowded, <laughs> so noisy. I am sitting in the coffee day and still this much sound is there in coffee day also. Uh, see, that is the beauty of our podcast. We don't just give you the philosophy behind India. We we give you the exact sound of India. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Vishesh, you were very recently in Maldives. You played a basketball there for the T Rex team. Uh, you yeah. and Rikin. 
and uh, you guys won the championship in in the morning. Yeah, we won the we won the league championship. So tell me, like, how, how did that happen? How did you end up in Maldives to play basketball? Uh, actually, we are uh, last year. Rekin used to play for them in the okay. T Rex, and uh, this year, like, they wanted two players. Actually, every okay. team have uh, their uh, like one or two foreign players. So okay. they were like, uh, Rekin was the height guy. So they were like, okay, we should have some uh, forward kind of player. Then uh, they asked Rikin, and Rikin suggested them that uh, we should call Vishesh. And they were like, they had seen me in the, uh, while playing for Indian team, so they were like, okay, done, we will call him. And they called. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it, it's a it's a very short league, only two weeks, right? Yeah, it's only two weeks. Okay. Okay. So, um, how was the experience? How, like, uh, first of all, was this your first time playing in a in a foreign league? Yeah, it was my first time. So, how was the experience uh, going to Maldives and playing professionally there? But yeah, first of all, for, like uh, I was, it was my first league, foreign league, so I was very excited, and it was good actually. Uh, I was happy that uh, you can say Maldives are professional basketball league, and I played there. <laughs> I <know. laughs> they in India right now. <laughs> so the like Maldives, like a small city, a country like Maldives, have their own professional basketball league, and that was good actually. Some uh, some teams have the foreign players like from Europe, Serbia, so this kind of okay. uh, players. So it was good. All uh, all over, it was very nice. So, and what is the level of basketball in that league? Uh, yeah, my level was good, and uh, I enjoyed. Okay. The like you can say, Maldives don't have that much good team. Players are good, but you can say not everyone. So it was good to play with them. Okay. I mean, it, it's just uh, it's confounding to me and also encouraging. I mean. Maldives can have a league and the level doesn't have to be very high, but they can have a league. And yeah, if, they they, if, we, if we ever do a league in India, I mean, there is the UBA league, but if we ever do a national league that that all the best yeah. players can play in, the level will be so much higher. It'll be you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be very good basketball. And if we are able to get a lot of foreign players in India too, I think I think that league will really start to look extremely good. Yeah, it will be very nice actually when the. Foreign players and all will come, so it will be very nice to play in that league when we play with the, some good teams and everything. So tell me about uh, Maldives off the court. Uh, what is the country uh, like? Yeah, that country is like you can say basically it's uh, islands or okay. like uh, from airport. If you want to go to Mali, Mali, Mali is the, there. You can uh, the capital of that uh, Maldives. And uh, okay. when you arrive at the airport, you just take a ferry and you go to Mali. <laughs> the oh, wow. journey started from sea. And if you want oh, to wow. go anywhere, just take a ferry or a, uh, like boat and you go to other islands. I even did uh, that scuba diving over there. First time in my life and I liked oh, wow. it. I enjoyed a nice. lot. Nice, nice. Uh, what about uh, food? What is, what is good to eat there? Is it mostly seafood? Yeah, seafood was good, and uh, you can say there was a uh, one dish. It's called kutturosi. Okay. And kutturosi. Uh, ha, kutturosi. Chicken kutturosi. Chee chicken kutturosi. So it was like just like uh, we eat roti. 
so mm-hmm. it's like three four roti and they will just scramble uh, like uh, that uh, chapatis with chicken with vegetables and so many things and they will okay. serve you so it's very delicious okay. to eat oh that's actually that sounds pretty good that's actually yeah. quite popular in tamil nadu and kerala as well it's called kottu paratha kottu roti kottu roti kottu yeah. paratha kottu paratha yeah so also it's yeah. kottu roti kottu paratha yeah. right yeah. because that's but vishesh is it better than butter chicken <laughs> yeah no 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 not better than butter chicken <laughs> you can say yesterday i came in the night and i ate butter chicken with chapati <laughs> <laughs> that is that is perfect that is exactly what i would have done after yeah. having <laughs> yeah Vishesh, we talk about butter chicken every episode, and like to have an endorsement like that from the one of the best players of India, it's, we can't ask for anything else. Like even if the exactly. podcast ended right now, this is a successful yeah. episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything is apart, but food there is no compromisation. <laughs> but <laughs> you, 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 we aspire to be like you, Vishesh. Like you are, you are a role model in everything. <laughs> Vishesh, <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk to you before you went to the Maldives. You played in the FIBA Asia Challenge, and yeah. we discussed this in the uh, in our introduction as India's yeah. best ever performance in the FIBA Asia Challenge. We finished seventh this time. So, uh, yeah. tell me about how you felt that tournament went. But the tournament was very nice. When when we saw the group, like we are with Philippines and Chinese Taipei. Mm-hmm. i was having only one thing in my th- uh, mind like okay we have two good teams and at least we can beat one team yeah i mean like i was having this uh, feeling very strong strong feeling of this and the first match we beat the filipinas then i was like oh fine we beat the filipinas now we can beat the taipei also mm-hmm. but you can say like maybe we have, like almost the all five starters had played uh, 30 35 to uh, 38 minutes mm-hmm. in the first match and uh, after that everybody was tired the next match it was you can say we, we was playing we was trying to fight but something happened something was wrong tired or so many things like we just lost then it was like fine okay we lost no problem like like uh, just let's uh, try to beat some good teams in the second round and the first ma- like uh, match against that uh, chinese team mm-hmm. it was so perfect team played uh, you can say the best game of the year the indian team played in that day and we beat the china and it was so nice even we played against iran in the quarters quarters was so nice we was playing very nice till the half but you can understand the hadari is so you can say ek to so tall yeah. and after that <laughs> his, yeah he made the game, he made the difference actually yeah with us and that was the reason we lost but still that's fine after that we played against the uh, you can say it, uh, taipei again in the last match and it was just like we have one thought in the mind let's go let's beat them also na so try to beat them mm-hmm. and till the half time we did good so it was like okay half time over let's like now just let's go for more 20 minutes and let's beat them and go home with happy note <laughs> and we did it that's uh, it's so, uh, i'm very very uh, too much happy about that that we had performed very well and we gave the good results that's it's fantastic vishesh i want to talk to yes. you about specifically one uh, match the first match against taipei where you scored 34 points it seemed like yeah. you you could not miss that day like uh, was yeah, that yeah actually was, you can say i made almost 7 8 3 points in that, that match was that your best performance in the tournament yeah it was my best performance in the tournament fantastic uh 
so before we before you guys went to the fiba asia challenge right we had coach cv sunny on our podcast and he said that he 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 had really high expectations and karan and i keep talking about it like this is the first time that before every match we believe that india can win is that the is that the feeling that you guys have in the team as well yeah we also had we the same feeling like now now i can tell you mm-hmm. not in the fiba asia challenge only if we go anywhere to play now we have this feeling okay let's go play them let's beat them we can do it that's amazing it's it's a real big difference from few years ago right uh, yeah so. it's big difference yeah now you can see it like uh, from past 2 3 years mm-hmm. how indian team is playing it's so different and we are playing good actually yes on the court yes i'm not talking about the off the court but on the court so we are playing good and we are giving a good performance that's exactly right uh And yeah. uh, uh, what about the China game? So the last time you guys beat China, it was a really like monumental game, and yeah, I'm sure it was. The, yeah, I'm sure it was the best feeling you guys have had till then. Do you think this yeah. victory was better? This victory was uh, better. We are in the 2014 Asia Cup. We did the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like China was beating everyone. Like Iran, they beat Iran also in over there. Mm-hmm. They won against them, and after that we just, you know, like. beat them and they were like oh what does this happen <laughs> and then now here also they had won every match before us right and they just yeah. lost to us and in the quarter final i guess uh, against iraq they lost so it was very nice actually we played good so does uh, does all of china hate you and amjot and amitana <laughs> <laughs> in that match also we are in the last it was like amjot had four uh, five fouls amrit had five fouls i was like what is this happening there is three minutes left but everybody managed very well whoever came in they performed well they controlled the game and we won you talking about the chinese taipei game right when amjot no china 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 oh, okay Uh, that's fantastic Vishesh so you, you think that um, everything's heading in the right direction for the next FIBA Asia tournament yeah we are, i think uh, everything is going in right direction we just need to focus on our performance more mm-hmm. and play hard so i just expect that uh, bfi will send us in more more and more uh, exposures trips you can understand <laughs> what i'm trying to say because yes. we need some more experience to pl- on the court yes of course so we play better teams then it will be good for us that's right Uh, do you think the William Jones Cup was uh, played a big role in preparing you? Yeah, guys for you can say William Jones Cup was very nice. Actually, mm-hmm. the first match uh, we played against the uh, that California University team. Yeah, it was very nice, and it was so just like we just came, uh, uh, landed in the airport. From airport, we just directly went to the opening ceremony. Mm-hmm. From opening ceremony, we came to hotel. We just took a shower. We took our kits, and we just uh, went to match again. Wow, and we played, <laughs> and it was just two point different. And the other thing was like ball difference. Although they like uh, we play with molten balls. Actually, the all other way, anywhere in the uh, world, if you go to play, we'll play with molten ball. Yeah. But there was like uh, they was they were uh, conducting that tournament with uh, spalling ball. Oh. So it was little difficult for us. So first match we didn't uh, adjusted. Even after that, uh, we played good against that Chinese Taipei team over there also. <laughs> we lost them in the extra time. So the team was doing good everywhere. Vishesh, when um, when you had your thirty-four point game against uh, Chinese Taipei, yeah, yeah. From 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 that moment on, I decided to nickname you the, the Banarsi Mamba. 
because you were like the banarsi kobe you know yeah. uh, you, 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 you've, you've taken that uh, you've taken that spirit but i want to ask nah. you so, so sorry what are you going to say no i said nowadays people call me hardin because i have i am having big beard <laughs> <laughs> well, sure the, the 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 banarsi beard will also go that's fine <laughs> yeah i can tell you which is um, play better defense than james harden does <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Man, that's some that's some match shade over there koshik <laughs> <laughs> uh so 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 vishesh uh, when the tournament was finished like the bfi basically called this our best performance in about 27 years you know yeah. uh, so obviously we it's not about the ranking now we koshik and i were talking about this earlier The seventh yeah. place is one thing, but this is our best. We beat four teams, and for the first time, we beat three teams that were ranked higher than us in FIBA. Yeah. So yeah. it really was. Uh, uh, in my lifetime, this is the best um, team India performance I've ever seen. Um, yeah. So you have been part of the Indian national team for how many years now? The senior team. Ah, uh, for senior team, I'm playing from uh, 2008. Eight so, years. Uh, I mean. So in in these eight years, is this the best team India you've had? You've yeah, you can of? say. Yeah. Okay. It was the best performance. Um, and and if you look back at you know at the historically great teams, I am willing to open the debate that 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 this was one of our best teams of all time, because in yeah. the past we uh, uh, the, the tournament structures were different and we we didn't have as much competition as we have. Do you yeah. do you agree with that? We you can say the competitions always come over here bigger, mm. but uh, mm-hmm. earlier also there was a good players, those mm-hmm. who had uh, gave the good uh, performance individually and sometimes with teams also. <laughs> but you can say like uh, what now we are playing it's like totally team. Mm-hmm. Whenever we enter in the court, we play a team. as a team and that was the reason we can we was able to beat you can say the stats like everybody is uh, giving their best uh, like whenever they are getting chances so it was like you can say now it's a good team because we are giving performance so everybody can say this that it is the mm-hmm. best team but team was always good the thing is ki now we are giving started giving the results and i just hope we can continue with this so i mean um, obviously Uh, like one of the highlights of our team is the like what what we call the big three. You, Amjot, and Amritpal. You are all playing at a very high level for this um, yeah. in, the, in all in the whole continent. But otherwise, yeah. what makes this team so special? Why is this team be, been so? Is it the coaching? Is it the depth? What is it that, uh, or is it the star power? What is it that's making this? Well, team yeah, you can say like uh, uh, almost uh, from the team, like who starts like game and. Uh, some other two three guys we are just like uh, together from like four five years and when scott was here scott like made us a team actually it's all coach about it's all, yeah it's all here because whatever we are doing it's all because of coach fleming only and scott did a good job he just took us together and when he was here you can understand that that time we started giving the good results when scott came after that and uh, i guess what he did, gave us like wh- how he trained us now we are giving his output that that output and i just wish maybe he will be here so we can give the more results <laughs> we all wish to say <laughs> yeah shout out coach coach scott levick 
Um, and I feel I'll reiterate what uh, what Koshik said earlier that our mentality has changed now. Now that you know we are not, mm. we don't go into these tournaments thinking TK we will lose this 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 game, but we yeah. should try and win this one game. I think the way I've seen you guys play now that even against China and Iran, it, the Iran game we lost in the end, but but it felt like we were very competitive. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are just fighting with every team. We just uh, we are just not losing, na? Like yeah, uh, it's okay that, that they are higher high, uh, higher rank team, so we can just lose the game and let's go back to home. But now we, if you go to uh, court, even I can say any big team is there. We just think, na, ki, okay, let's fight. We'll see the results later. <laughs> just now go and we'll fight in the court. So that is the uh, good mentality what we got. Uh, Vishesh, it's one thing that the team has got a different mentality and has improved so much. But I feel personally that your game has also improved in the last few years. Uh, yeah. Can you tell us about like what specifically you you have seen in your game that has improved? Uh, you can say like uh, earlier, uh, whatever it was like, uh, I used to play as a forward and I just you know uh, like before 2011, it was just for me if I'll. Just play in the forward position. If I'll get uh, free shot, I'll shoot. Otherwise, I'll try to drive, pass, whatever it was. Like what forwards do. But after that, when Scott came, uh, I started playing as a point guard also. <laughs> Whenever team needed, I played. And after that, I think uh, when Scott was here, I started, uh, you know, uh, opening my sense like how to manage the games, everything. So nowadays, I can just you know when I'll I, when I'm the court. If I'm getting free shots, also I just think, okay, if I'll take, that's fine. But if somebody else is, you know, like near the ring and he can just make it, so I do that. So I think uh, because of Scott or uh, like uh, I had played this much years, so now I guess my senses developed so much that's, about the game. That's that's completely true, and I think you you look so comfortable in the court, regardless of what the opponent is. That's it's a really valuable weapon for India. Um, I wanted to ask you also, like, what do you think you can do to improve your game personally? Yeah, there is a lot of things uh, what we can do. We have to do, uh, you know, like uh, I have to do more concentrate on my uh, personal skills, shooting, my passing, everything. We have to work because no, it's never gonna end. Learning never gonna end. That's right. So I have to learn so many things in the future. So Vishesh, uh, I think by the time this this podcast is posted, you are actually going to be in China again for the FIBA yeah Asia tomorrow tomorrow morning. I have a flight. You're going to wow. Yeah, what that's so that's a crazy like you, you you got back from Iran, you went to Maldives, and now you're going to China, and all within a space of about three weeks. Um, yeah. So in in China, for our listeners, is the FIBA Asia Champions Cup, which is. The premier uh, club, so sort of the the Champions League basketball of Asia, sort of. Uh, yeah, club champions. Uh, and uh, Vishesh plays for India's best club team, which is ONGC from Dehradun. Um, yeah. So Vishesh, what are expectations uh, now that you're going with ONGC uh, yeah. for this club championship? What are expectations? Well, for I'll just tournament? say the same thing what FIBA Asia guys, Champions Cup guys, had asked me. Like, uh, what is your expectation? They asked me same, and I said same because when we play for India, we have same goals. Like, mm-hmm. we'll go there, we'll try to upset some good teams, and okay. the same, the same goal we have right now. Also, let's go and let's play our good team because it's not Indian team; it's a club, uh, club team. We have mm-hmm. only three players like uh, from the current squad of the national team, but mm-hmm. we can, we have some other good players. 
very good players like mm-hmm. Pradeep Riaz and some other Anoops and all. So we can just go and try to beat some good teams over there also. And if we did it, that that means we are doing good. I will be happy with yeah. that. So, and then speaking of looking ahead to the future, the next um, the next major tournament for India now on our radar is going to be next year's FIBA Asia Cup, which is probably going to be the biggest yeah, FIBA, FIBA Asia Cup Oceania Gymnasium. Because, yeah. yeah, the teams from Australia and New Zealand are going to join in and uh, and this time every team is going to send their full strength squad. Yeah, so, it's a home, home away also. Uh, be home and away. So, so now, now that we're looking forward to this tournament, I know it's one year away, but yeah. I feel that we need to be mentally and physically start planning for for getting. Yeah, we for have this to just uh, we have to just be ready for uh, and prepare ourselves for that uh, from now only, because it's one year and everybody is like preparing themselves and we we have the chance we can just prepare ourselves. We can play more games with good teams, better teams. Maybe we'll lose so, also, but it will be good for us. We'll get the experience. So, what does India need to do now to prepare between the one year? Yeah, what we, is we can weakness? just we can we yeah, there is a weakness. A lot there is a lot of weaknesses. Uh, you can say first of all, uh, we don't have much game experience because in a whole year we just played um, two or three tournaments. Mm. So that's not gonna help. You can see the other teams when they prepare for anything, they just play play with uh, almost for one month. They will be out to play. To just gain the experience, they will come back, they will review their things, what they are lacking, again they will prepare themselves according to that and then they will go again. Mm-hmm. So we should also do the same thing. We can just play with some good teams and others, like uh, what we had to, uh, played in the previous, we can just uh, check it out on the CDs, what, uh, what, where we were lacking, what, we were, what was the loophole of ours and we can prepare according to that and then we can go and play again. Mm-hmm. Because one one year is a big time, uh, good and big time for uh, to mm-hmm. prepare ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, and in that same vein, Vishesh, my last question to you is, uh, what what do you envision for, uh, or what do you want to see for Indian basketball in the future? See, now that you have got, got a little bit of a uh, pro league experience, although I will put that with yeah, my um, just one versus there, like we should play same finals. I want Indian team to play in the semi-finals and compete in with all the big three, four teams. And because and we have that we'll capacity, we have that capacity. We can do it, and we are on the uh, we are on on the right track right now. We just need to focus more, focus and more. You know, work, we have to work more uh, more hard for that because that's a big thing. And if you want to achieve something big, you have to work hard. Then only because everybody works, but people who work hard, they can get the good results. See, Vishesh, if I if I was a coach of the Indian national team, my motivational my halftime speech would be that if if you can make it to the semi-finals, everyone gets a butter chicken party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, butter chicken. <laughs> Vishesh, you spoke about uh, the home and away system in FIBA Asia that's going to start soon. Yeah. So I am—I don't know if yeah. you're aware, but I'm actually in uh, in Australia right now. So yeah. if, if you're in the group one, then you guys hopefully can come visit Australia, and I guarantee you a butter chicken party here for the whole team. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's nice. On, it's on the record right it's now. Done. It's done. <laughs> Koshik will be there as the only. Actually, no. There's a lot of Indians in Australia, right? Yeah, lots. Yeah, of, yeah, lots, yeah lots of friends also. 
Yeah, yeah Kaushik will be there waving the Tiranga flag for you guys. Yes, definitely. Ah, okay. I'll definitely be there. <laughs> uh, you will be needing that motivation. <laughs> Which is just a couple of quick questions before we end this. Um, I was just curious. So the whole, the whole team right now. You have players from Punjab. You have players from UP, Tamil Nadu, Karnataka, like all over the country. So, what yeah. is the, what is the common language that you guys communicate in? Is it English or Hindi or something else? Where we communicate in Hindi and English both, because uh, South guys are okay with Hindi, but they you know like not understand everything. so that's uh, if they can uh, they understand some of the things in hindi when they don't understand we talk in english otherwise we talk in hindi english both we don't have any problem we, like everybody communicate in both languages do you guys teach them like the swear words in hindi or not oh, that, that was going to be my question <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, in all these years of the international basketball, right? Like we spoke about how you guys beat China two times now. Do you think you guys have like a like a proper rival every time you guys get on the court? Those guys want to beat you bad. You want to beat them bad. Is is it China or is it somebody else? No, see, we are. I told you now. Now we play with any team. We just think like let's go and beat them. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, and I guess. China, it's like they, that was not the main team. Or again, I can tell you that was not the full main team because they just have came from the Rio and also I guess they don't they don't came. But the team was very nice because they had beaten every team, mm-hmm. like Jordan and all those teams who got the medal, and uh, other teams they had beaten them by thirty forty points. Mm-hmm. But still, they lost to us. Yeah. So it was big thing for us. Like we had defeated them. Nobody else earlier. Is there is there any team that you guys get more motivated for than anybody else? Mm, you can say na- na- now we'll, when we'll play next, mm-hmm. it will be like we we will play with Chinese Taipei, we'll play with Japan, mm-hmm. and all we lost to Japan also by five six points. So it will be our uh, target that let's beat these teams also. Mm-hmm. That's uh, yeah. Vishesh, you you have no idea how much pride that gives me just. to know that you know the whole indian team is fired up like this we have a chance to win every game it's it's the best i have felt as in my whole life as an yeah. indian basketball fan so uh, thanks for that and uh, yeah. g- good luck with everything else okay bhaiya yeah thank you thank you very much bhaiya bye bye take good care good luck vishesh uh, thank you bhaiya have a have a safe flight to china and and hopefully uh, with with your club good. team at ongc yeah, you guys can perform you, some miracles too Yeah, thanks very much for joining us for a second time on this session. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye, Vishesh. Bye bye. Bye. Uh, so yeah, Koshik and I are still gushing after that interview with Vishesh Bhagwanshi. Just, just, just the flow of optimism is amazing. India has performed really well, and uh, it was great to see our captain. Uh, great, great to hear our captain live and in person from Karol Park, New Delhi. <laughs> How far is that from where we met, Karan? Uh, it's quite far. Delhi's pretty big. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I'm I met you at uh, Khan Market, which yeah. is uh, sorry, I met you at Defence Colony. You know, I remember That's I met right. you at Defence Colony. Um, Karobag is go- it, it is it is crowded as hell. Um, so I'm not surprised there was all that sounds in the background. But you know, it it, it is a soundtrack to our uh, to our podcast, obviously. You, you know what? I feel bad about not asking Vishesh if there was an ox somewhere there. <laughs> <laughs> wherever wherever the wherever the indian basketball players they they're they're oxen that's so right. <laughs> that's fine um so but, but i mean overall uh feeling really good about 
you know the the positivity that the Indian basketball has, and you know the leaders we have. Um, hopefully, um, obviously, you and I agree with the. It's I mean it's not a solution, but one of the solutions is that we need a lot more experience. And obviously, she's talking about getting more exposure games. The William Jones Cup clearly helped our team so much. Even though we finished one and eight in that tournament, we they came with this. Um, like real increased sense of um, of of camaraderie and and um, and positivity into the FIBA Asia Challenge, and all of a sudden we played so well, just two weeks later or just a few weeks later. Yeah. So I would love to see more experience and more games for our guys. Yeah, no doubt about it. Like Vishesh was completely right. Like all of these big teams, even the not just the big European, South American, those kind of teams, but even the Asian teams, like China gets started for a tournament with like two months worth of preparation and they yeah, go yeah. travel outside, they play tune-up games and stuff like that. So uh, any any bit of experience that we get before um, big tournaments is going to be really massive, I think. Yeah, Kaushik, that's, that's totally true. Um, so I, I, just before we uh, bring an end to this podcast, uh, I, I first want to just uh, tell our listeners that currently the the sub juniors nationals are going on. I guess they, they might end by the time you hear this, but um, keep an ear out for that. Uh, they're happening in Hyderabad, so which is, it's like India's youngest ever. It's not youngest ever. Sorry, it's India's youngest annual tournament where uh, under 14s play. So yeah. you'll see some you'll see some of the best talent for the future. And it's getting happening out there. And it's happening in India's youngest state as well. It is happening in this. So it's like Telangana, as officially as it's called, Telangana gets to host it. Now, obviously, Hyderabad has had a long basketball history. But yeah. uh, this is the Telangana Basketball Association's first uh, major tournament that they're organizing. That's right. Um, Speaking of major tournaments, like, uh, we are yes. just days away from the start of a new season current. Can you sense the, the summer, excitement? With the summer, summer flew by so quickly. The preseason's already begun. Yeah, yeah. I actually like the fact that the NBA has such a big break. Uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. It really helps. Uh, a, first of all, the athletes they they're put through insane amount of uh, stress playing that many games in that many seas- uh, days. But as a from even from a fan's perspective, like it's it's the right kind of balance to. Tune out the previous season and to bring in the hype for the new season, and I'm I'm hyped as hell for the new season. Uh, we've had media day and we've had like a couple of preseason games. Um, do you have any like really early hot takes apart from the fact that Knicks are going to be 82 and 0? Well, so I, I watched the Warriors play their first uh, preseason home game last night against the Clippers. Mm-hmm. And uh, my th- 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 this is the the lamest hot take of all time. But the Warriors team is going to be entertaining as hell. <laughs> oh my God. Like they were, I know preseason doesn't matter, blah, blah, blah. And they, you know, they beat the Clippers by something like 45 points or something. But um, everyone, the, the, like to me, the most encouraging thing about this team was that they basically were able to, they look like they've synchronized KD without skipping a single beat. The, the ball movement was on point. I mean, I know that the uh, people are, a little down on the Warriors because of the way they choked in the finals. Uh, but let's let's keep things in perspective. If we zoom out over the last 24 months or so, there has been no more entertaining team in basketball that I... I mean, that one of the most entertaining teams of all time, I would say, over the last 24 months, uh, what the Warriors have done. And um, and they're playing with their joy again. The way they pass the ball to each other, the, the way they move without the ball. 
just the crazy three pointers. It's it, it's so much fun to watch, and um, I, I'm just excited to to see this whole, you know, the, this they them work the magic this year. Like I know a lot of people have called them villains for mm-hmm. for this upcoming season for getting all the talent in, but hey, if they are the villains. Then man, like uh, then then then. then these are the kind of bad guys I'm okay with because they're the most entertaining <laughs> villains of all time. <laughs> that, that is so true. I think like the most amazing thing about this big four is that, like, first of all, there's hardly ever been big fours, and if there have been, they've never been such like clean fits so that you know everybody can yes. shoot, everybody can pass the ball. The like it's it's great basketball on court, and it, and it makes for an amazing experience, viewing experience. Well, Kaushik, I mean, uh, the, the, you, you're you're forgetting the fact that it, it's a big five. Zaza Pachulia was almost an all star last season. <laughs> oh, we're going to game seven. <laughs> uh, like I remember joking about this, where Zaza missed the the all like he was nearly voted on to the all star team as a Maverick, and he he missed by I don't know, not not that many votes. Yeah, not too much. So. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, now like, we could genuinely see fans vote him in just out of popularity for playing in the Warriors, that is which true. would just be insane. Which would, <laughs> which would be an insane turn of events. That's absolutely true. Um, a- any other teams that have you getting excited for the upcoming NBA season? I'm pretty sure we'll have like a proper NBA preview episode soon. But uh, definitely, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm always a Knicks fan. It was great to see. D Rose, uh, Porzingis, and Melo sort of. I mean, it, they got their asses whooped by the Rockets last night. But D, D Rose does look very explosive, and I feel um, if this they, they can figure things out, they could be half decent. Hang um, on, I'm excited. Did, didn't the Knicks yes. beat the Rockets? No, the Knicks lost the Rockets badly last night. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I, I'm excited for the Timberwolves. I I really want to see this team do well. I, I want to see them make the playoffs. I think the duo of Wiggins and Towns are gonna be like everyone's next favorite, like hipster team, yeah. where you know, where, where people want to pretend that they know a secret team that no one knows. Although they won't be a secret for that much longer. Um, you, you know, Wiggins, I, I Towns, only want, Levine. I only want Timberwolves to win just so we can see that gif of Tom Thibodeau laughing like a crazy man. Have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Like we'll see that all the time. It'll be amazing. What about you, Kaushik? Like, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, you must be excited for the the youth movement at twenty win season of the uh, of the Lakers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> anything anything more than seventeen wins, and I'm happy. That's like I'm setting the bar right there. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually like I, I tweeted this earlier in the day. I'm like cautiously optimistic about the Lakers. I think that's the best way to put it. I I do think it'll get better, but this is the NBA. It's the most competitive basketball league in the world, so it's not. It's not going to be a cakewalk just because we have some hyped-up youngsters. It's I'm 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 looking forward to seeing how the young kids grow under Luke Walton, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing what Luke Walton is like as a head coach um, when he's not just filling in for Steve Kerr on one of the greatest teams ever. So uh, it's yeah. it's it's interesting. I have a couple of other uh, teams that I'm keeping my eye out for. I yeah. think I I don't necessarily like the Rockets or Harden, but I feel like him. Him and Mike D'Antoni is like a hand-in-glove sort of fit. Uh, yeah. He's, he's going to have the ball all the time. And I actually just made a bet today that Harden will be the assist leader of the season. And I got like amazing odds. Interesting. Uh, it's, it's likely. In the two preseason games that they've played, he's averaged uh, 11 assists each. So that's, uh, that's one thing I'm looking out for. But otherwise, I'm just like 
I just can't wait for basketball to be back. You know, it's it's been too long. Um, is there any um, which player except for for KD in the Warriors? You know, uh, that's that's obviously going to be like uh, it, it is going to take some jarring getting used to in terms of seeing him in that Golden State jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, any other players who have displaced who have changed jerseys that you're looking forward to or you're curious about this upcoming season? Yeah, uh, quite a few actually. Uh, Derek Rose and Knicks is going to be one thing that's uh, that I want. I want to be a success story because not just because I want you to be happy, but uh, thank you. <laughs> I do genuinely want Derek Rose to have a bounce back because he's a yeah he's a good guy. He's a good player. He's had an amazing he's had some amazing highs and also some really really sad lows. So I want the like the average or the story to come back to the high side so it, we'll keep the we'll keep the good guy judgment on hold as long as this trial is going on oh yeah side. oh yeah <laughs> this, is, this is only on, like regarding what he's done on the court so, uh, yeah i am also it's going to be extremely weird to ever get used to Dwayne wade in a on my yeah. jersey i saw yeah, him yeah. in a couple of videos with the bulls and it oh it's just it's going to take a while for the brain to process that <laughs> that is definitely weird but, but but at least it's the bulls i mean it, it, because it's his hometown yeah it's sort of is an easy transition like if if he had joined you know the lakers or the knicks or any like it that would have blown my mind but yeah. with chicago at least it seems like i'm sad that he left miami oh mm-hmm. by the way the, just a very brief tangent mm-hmm. so, uh, i saw the heat play yesterday too and and uh, they gave all the money to Hassan Whiteside <laughs> who is an okay player but oh my god like he is so awkward on the court and i did, and, and this is the reason why they they um they, they couldn't re-sign Dwayne Wade uh, i think Pat Riley needs a look in the mirror i mean uh, he should have made everything possible to, to have Dwayne Wade come back to Miami anyways i digress <laughs> uh, continue Koshik. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's a really good point about Miami Heat, and it's it's this weird salary cap where you have to do something to get your like these price free agents. And I do also believe that Pat Riley's made a mistake, but um, the the their win record will tell us in some time, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. that's the other, otherwise I'm I'm actually really looking forward to seeing teams like Utah Jazz and Portland Trailblazers see what they're like. I, I have big expectations for them, but um, yeah, so probably not. Not good to get too much into that right now. Yeah, we'll we'll probably uh, do a, a full-on NBA preview episode uh, in the coming weeks. But uh, but right now, every team starts zero and zero. Everyone is optimistic. Everyone is healthy except for Ben Simmons. Um, oh, that's Embiid. Embiid looked okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, but generally, this is my favorite like time of the year because. Everyone, anything is possible. Shout out the hashtag trademark KG. You know, like we are optimistic about the Knicks and the Lakers and the Jazz and the Heat. Uh, and within a couple of months from now, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Um, and on that note, I think it's time to end episode number 37, episode number Meta World Peace of Hoop Darshan. Um, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And you can reach us on a variety of platforms. Um, Karan is at Hoopistani on Twitter and I'm, I'm at underscore Kaushik7. Um, the podcast is at Hoopdarshan, which is also available on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, Podbean, and a whole whole lot of other places. Um, so um, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Karan. And until next Thank time, you. hashtag India Basketball.